Awkward. Greetings, fans of Awkward Questions, and welcome to the Awkward Question Time podcast with me, Alex Lame. So this is the audio-only version of the Limestream video that went out on Sunday, the 15th of November, 2020, at 8.30pm. So there will be the odd bits and pieces in this that is visual, which doesn't really work on an audio-only sort of podcast. So I do urge you to go and have a look at the video. It's available to rewatch. Uh, so have a look on my Facebook page, at Alex Leem Stand Up. Search for me on YouTube, at Alex Leem. Subscribe to me while you're there. Pretty, pretty, please. Uh, and also find me on Twitter, at Alex Leem as well. It's worth re-watching the video uh, for no other reason, just to see in all of its glory, Susie's penis pillow. And because of Susie's penis pillow, we are naming this episode, Pierre, the penis. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Awkward Question Time. Please welcome your host, Alex Leem. Good evening and welcome to Awkward Question Time with me, Alex Leem, the show where we take a panel of comedians and subject them to an hour's worth of increasingly awkward and stupid questions. And might I add, this week, we're also as heard on BBC Radio Derby. We're not live now. Oh, dear God, no, no. There'll be uproar. Uh, no, we were mentioned earlier on this week, uh, thanks to George, who's on later. Happy coincidence. Uh, but if you are watching tonight because you heard us on Radio Derby, then, then let us know. You know, we're playing in the big medium leagues now. Uh, so it'll be a nice day from you if uh, if you hear because of that. It'll be great. Um, so mention that in the comments. <clears throat> and if you are, um, uh, are watching us live, then um, submit your questions for the panel in the comments as well. More cringe, the better. Please, uh, and answer along with us. And also give us a share, retweet, or subscribe to us on YouTube if you're on one of those channels and you want to go and have a look at one of the other channels. By all means, uh, my Facebook page is at Alex Leem Stand Up. Follow me on Twitter at Alex Leem and search for Alex Leem on YouTube. If you're not watching this live, so if you're not watching at half past eight on uh, the 15th of November and you're watching the replay, then let us know where and what time you're watching. I'm genuinely interested, uh, but they also join us live on Sunday nights. Uh, and also, um, something that's been happening over recent weeks, I, I really love to see when people show it. Are you watching us on a proper TV? Because some people can do that. Uh, if you are, take a picture and DM it to me, because I just love seeing this show on somebody's proper TV. Usually when people send it to me, it's like they've caught my face at a really unfortunate moment. It's like I'm doing this. You know what I mean? Uh, but if you are watching on TV, uh, send us a DM. And if you're enjoying the show and uh, want to support it, uh, then any uh, donations that you give will be divided up and given to all the panel. Uh, so the links are below. Donate via paypal.me forward slash Alex and ko-fi.com forward slash Alex And scan that QR code there. It will take you through to your PayPal app and you'll donate a fiver. And it is big enough to work. I have tested it. Uh, but just in case you uh, want me to come in a bit closer, there we go. Scan it now. I'll wait. You done it? Good. Good. I'm very optimistic with the donations, even though this is now week 10, and the total donations over those 10 weeks come to £8, which, by my recollection, that's 80 pence a week. And then when you think we divide it up amongst all of the panellists, everyone that's appeared on the show has had 16 pence. 
don't know, so it's better than nothing, isn't it? Uh, so we'll bring on tonight's panel. Uh, so here, please welcome George Coppin, Susie Frost, Greg Phillips, and Kitty Messalina. Hello to you all. Hello. Hello. Excellent, excellent. The comments have gone crazy already, and so has the private chat amongst all of us. Uh, yes, I know, <laughs> Kitty. I still haven't sent you the 16p from last time. Uh, my bad. Um, so, yeah. Me neither. Roger Poulter is watching. I'm watching you on a 55-inch TV. Oh, uh, God. Less bragging, more snapping. Take me a, take a picture <laughs> and send it to me. I'm really um, glad I did actually do my makeup before I came on. <laughs> yeah, okay. We're slightly worried about HD now. Is, it, is that what it is? Yeah. My camera's not good enough for that. Uh, <laughs> you can compromising for some it. Uh, oh, well, that, that's, that's, that's the first time a member of the panel's asked an awkward question of the audience. <laughs> uh, is, is, he comp- is he compensating? Um, Oz Mills. Does anyone know Oz Mills? Yes, I've got yes. so many friends and Facebook and YouTube comments coming in already. It's just oh, excellent, excellent. <laughs> All of Kitty's friends, stitch her up, please. God. please. What have I done? Um, yeah, so he's, he's got some questions coming in uh, already. Um, Peter Emus, medium leagues. Well, it's true, isn't it? It's, 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 I, I, I have said, I've said, I've been on BBC Radio. Derby. Um, <laughs> Radio Derby played an excerpt from one of my gigs once and they took out all of the politics and all of the swearing and that meant they had like half of the setup lines for some of my jokes none of the punchlines and just cut it together like it was a full thing yeah. and <laughs> yeah. it was like yeah. that wasn't yeah. the, people have just heard five minutes of my like 10 15 minute ramblings and think that's the joke and think that's what they should come and see they did they, they, did, all they the do politics record and all of the swears and it was all politics and swears apparently <laughs> yeah they they record a lot of of live comedy remember that um and uh, and, and play out so certainly like uh, the uh, local sort of gigs and then they seem to edit it together with a chainsaw because uh, <laughs> the amount of, the amount of people that I've, I've i've heard just saying what what the hell what as it i'm sure roger the raw material yeah. was a good fun gig. <laughs> yeah, as I, I, I just did, as the second, I said, I'm sure Roger is typing it out now. He, he did and has submitted it. BBC Radio broadcast a visual pun of mine. <laughs> Think about that for a second. Roger did an entirely visual joke that they broadcast. <laughs> so that. Uh, no pressure, but an old, an old Alex, school friend of mine is. Didn't it get a better reaction on the radio? It did actually. Well, well, we we I was in the car with him when he played it, and we wet ourselves when it happened. Uh, Matthew Bart, an old school friend of mine, is saying, "I've paused mock the week to see what this is all about." So no pressure. We've got, we've got to be better than mock the week. I, oh fuck's sake! I'm mystified. Okay. All right, nice one. Uh, somebody is also wanting to know a uh, question. How are you going to make this worth um, £8? Well, Oz, it's it's 80 pence a show, so we've only got to give 80 pence worth of, um, of uh, well, entertainment. Hold on, hold on. You might give us eight quid if you sell it. Come on. <laughs> Shit, yeah. All right. Oz, we're amazing. Give us eight quid. All <laughs> <laughs> those arguments there. What do you, Come on, what do you think? Do you, do you think I was a bit on the nose? Um, I no, think we should do a show and then they might decide after that. Do a show. Great. Well, so um, uh, audience have got some questions coming in already. That's great. Put some more in, please. More the merrier. We will um, put some of the best ones out. Or when I say best, it's the ones that I can get to quick enough on the um, screen. Uh, but we'll we'll start with our first question. Uh, so this is for everybody. And it is, can you all join me in a song 
I will put the lyrics on screen. Are you ready? Ooh, what's what's the song? Okay, and uh, the song is. Happy first year in comedy to you. Happy first year in comedy to you. Happy first year in comedy, Susie, from this on the show this week. Happy first year in comedy to you. That was so untuneful. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Not one of us was in time with the other. <laughs> Amazing. So, so, Susie, your first one year in comedy. Today. Yeah, it was It was the other day. And I even, uh, so, you know, like on your memories when it comes up on Facebook, mm. um, I didn't realise this at the time, but a joke from my set made it into uh, my actual set. Like the Facebook thing that I put made it into my actual set because my husband... Mm. At the time, soon to be ex-husband, when I decided I wanted to go into the comedy, told me that I shouldn't because I'm not funny. So the entire reason I did comedy was purely out of spite. <laughs> Excellent reasoning. <laughs> so how much I, of your comedy career has been in lockdown? Um, oh, God. Well, how long was I've not done a lot in lockdown, to be fair, but I, I must have done about nearly 20 gigs now. Okay, so, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Peter, Peter Evers is saying, hoping the person who's watching this on television hasn't got a big sound system. The sight of all of us singing so badly out of tune, can you imagine that coming through a sound bar? Oh, oh that, that, that would really resonate. So a, a LinkedIn uh, question uh, to do with uh, Susie's one year in comedy, and it's for everybody. Wrong answers only, please. Oh, cool. Susie's first gig was memorable because... Someone killed themselves. Well, hello, so, sorry, George. Whoa. Sorry, so, <laughs> George, your made up story about, yeah, about why Susie's first gig was memorable, because somebody killed themselves. Who That's was that? so dark. <laughs> <laughs> the MC. <laughs> really? When? When did he do that and, and how did he do it? Of course it was Half a he with... then. <laughs> when did they do that and how did they do it? <laughs> MCs are usually men, let's be fair. Well, well, it was obviously on the fifth floor of a building, so he just jumped himself out the window. Oh, dear. <laughs> you know, classic. Tragic. Yeah. Tragic. But, but, but the good thing is the show went on and nobody noticed. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Kitty... Susie's mm. first gig was memorable because... Because she smashed it out of the park and was hilarious and the audience on the front row wet themselves. Nice. I believe that's true. Yeah, yeah. I, I, did say, I did say wrong answers only. I did, so. I did literally forget that I was on this show and was just watching and then you asked me the question. And I was like, oh, shit, I don't have an answer. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've been nice. watching on catch-up. Oh, good. Oh, good. Good. Your, your dedication to box set binge watching this show is is is, is amazing. Greg, Susie's first gig was memorable because I reckon her mum's streak. <laughs> Plausible but not true. Uh, <laughs> not <the book. laughs> Who hasn't told that story? See, uh, my family don't know I do stand up because so much of my material is just something I don't want my family to see. Um, <laughs> it's really weird because I'm like out about a lot of my life and I'm like, yeah, I'm queer and yeah, like, I'll be out and proud about a lot of stuff, but I'm a closeted comedian. 
Because <laughs> 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 otherwise, someone will be like, oh, yeah, let's watch your stuff. And it'll be there with my jokes about accidental threesomes and lesbian sheep. Um, That's wait, I can't stop. Stop. Yeah, that, that raises more questions. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I, come see me live. You've seen my stuff. I, yeah, that's just thinking that your, your priorities with what you talk about openly on stage and what you admit to is similar to you having breakfast about this time of night, which is what you said you were going to do. I will have uh, breakfast after this. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll um, we'll go to actually. Uh, so we can we can go straight to the source before we move on. Susie, was there anything memorable apart from you um, doing stand up to spite your ex husband? Uh, are we still doing wrong answers? No, you can do right answers. We'll, we'll get the we'll get the the legit. Uh, within so within twenty four hours of my first gig, I got a second gig. Nice. Oh. Hey. Very so, nice. Me smashed it out the park. People were that was funny. <laughs> Very nice. I uh, my my first ever gig had an unusually high amount of Japanese tourists in the uh, <laughs> audience because it was in Edinburgh, and none of them knew what I was talking about. But two of them filmed it. <laughs> so somewhere in Japan is footage of me dying on my ass. Uh, some point. Yeah, fair, uh, Alex. That's not different from the usual crowds not doing what's yeah, happening. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> So, I say you, you got you got one year uh, done. I've got ten, and I'm still crap. Uh, <laughs> so I've learned nothing. I have learned nothing. I have not progressed at all. Uh, the only so, reason that I'm Kitty Messalina on stage is because that was a throwaway pseudonym I had on every corner of the internet, and I signed up on a comedy sheet with that. And then Peter Fox was in the audience of my first gig and wrote a review. So therefore I was officially comedian Kitty Messalina. And I was like, (laughs) well, I guess that's a stage name now. (laughs) Trying to go and change everything else away from that. (laughs) And um, literally from that first gig and that first review, I then got the email of, hi, would you like to be nominated for a new act of the... And I was like, from from that one... And that's the only gig I don't have a recording of. Oh, Best gig ever. No. One, and everything's gone downhill from that. Always <laughs> record it. Always record it. Uh, so some uh, viewer awkward questions coming in. Oz Mills, do you really think that outfit works? Uh, so this is the whole panel. Personally, I, I I know that I'm mismatched because uh, I'm I'm wearing the, the the top that I've been wearing all day, but I've gone from jeans to. Oh, I'm calling it a night comfies now. Although, having said that, just looking at it on screen, it does look like I'm dressed to play golf. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, so personally, Oz, I think on some level this works. Uh, 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 George, talk us through your ensemble. This is the only thing I've got on. Underneath, I'm just naked. (laughs) I mean, we're all naked under our clothes, but some of us have more clothes. (laughs) No, 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 no. Like, if I stand up, this is just the end of this, then okay. Falls. Why waste that? <laughs> on, let me know. Kitty, you're you're I love this top because it looks like it's really fancy because it's all cut up and stuff, but it's like a really comfy, stretchy, throw it on t shirt type top. And then it's like, yeah, I'm dressed up because it's sliced up, but it's it's a t shirt I throw on because I was due on TV. <laughs> nice. and I, TV, I, I, I love Roger's TV. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you do on Roger's TV. That got weird really quickly, didn't it? Um, Greg, Greg, um, um, who, who are you wearing? Who am I wearing? Um, I've been wearing the same shit for about three days, um, which is basically I'm following your trend. Hang on, let me get some light. 
I'm following <laughs> your trend. I'm I'm doing. Oh yeah. Comfy Are they shit. on the comfies? I'm in the comfy shit. It's it's three days old. That's probably nice. need to change it. Oh. See, um, I see front room hasn't been redecorated since the nineties. Um, <laughs> sorry, I don't know where that came from. I've just, just been haunted by a lot of Come well on in my bone, show and let me put in your decor. <laughs> was... I'm, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go and slap myself for being really off, really bad. In fact, really... you know what? Do you know what? This that was that was that was that was bitching on Cuffo, so I'm gonna yellow card. Yellow myself. card. You have been warned. Right, that'll be funny. Because if I get a red card, I'm banned for one question. So, there <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, uh, so, uh, Susie. Oh, I'm wearing a foxy dress, and it's got llamas on it. Oh, what's, uh, what's not to love? And I'm also the apocalypse. Funny, that's not mine. Okay. <laughs> oh, very, very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Just, just to redress the balance a little bit in terms of decor. I, I do this in my uh, back bedroom, and I've got fitted wardrobes that haven't been changed or redecorated since the seventies. So, <laughs> your front room is is better than mine. Let's have, so say hello to my seventies wardrobes. Oh, wow. Wow. Check those out. Check those <laughs> out. So there we go. So uh, so to, to to write that, I'm going to show some the fact that I'm in a room in yeah, there now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, yeah, so with my background today. Oh, I put up my bunting and everything. Amazing, amazing. We've got weirdly quite a lot of questions coming in uh, that's school related. Uh, so we'll take this one from Bev. It wants to know what is your most embarrassing moment in primary school? Uh, so Greg, we'll come to you first. Do you have I, an embarrassing primary school moment? I once was so committed to hiding during a hide and seek game that I pissed myself. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I, was getting, I was that committed to winning hide and seek <laughs> that I pissed myself. How long were you there? Like three days. <laughs> so it's something like that, I think. I mean, I'm a really good hider. It's where were you hiding? Of, I can't remember. Somewhere in the. I don't know. I think I found a store cupboard and just <laughs> 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 tucked myself away behind a broom. But yeah. Because you're so dehydrated, you could fit behind a broom at that point. (laughs) Wow, Um, I think that that really that really bests my story, which is just the one time I called the head teacher mum. Oh, Oh, we've all yeah. uh, There's always one. uh, You took my yeah, yeah. That that went that went. uh, Of course, that would have to have been in a full school assembly as well, wouldn't it? So (laughs) yeah, it took a good. 15 years to live that one down. Uh, Kitty, any embarrassing primary school moments? I have a few to choose from. <laughs> oh, <wow>. um, <laughs> gosh, everything's trauma flashing back. Um, <laughs> so I'm particularly remembering a couple of things. Uh, a school trip that we finally got to do in year six to the Isle of Wight. Um, we went to this place, I don't know if it's still there, called Fort Boldnor, where it had this like, I swear to my like 11 year old self, it was like a proper like army training type assault course they sent us on. And there was this like rope swing thing that like someone threw for you to catch and it was raining and it was cold. And then I grabbed onto it, didn't grab it properly and fell forwards into the like pit of clay that was underneath (laughs) it and was like drowning in clay and in shock. 
and just like came stood up kind of covered in this stuff just crying and everyone like, oh, you didn't you fell off it you couldn't do the rope swing and i was just like oh, um, oh dear that's one that's uh, i'm also aware that when i was i was briefly training to be a teacher um and before i could do my secondary training i had to go and do primary school experience and um i on my first day of primary school teacher training experience, um, the headmistress called me into her office because the outfit that I had chosen to be really professional, etc., had about like that much, like a centimeter of cleavage on show. And she was there like, I cried in her office. She was like, let me get you a safety pin in case these six-year-olds are like titillated by a a centimetre of cleavage on a, on a little dress that was like a really nice I'd chosen for primary school so I cried on my first day from the office when I was an adult <laughs> that's primary school um, I'm guessing you a, weren't teaching sex ed <laughs> and uh, the last one would be uh, the, the first day of year three when I was in a new school and I'd moved from quite a posh, like I went to school in Chelsea until the age of seven. I was educated in Chelsea. Oh, yes, rather. And then I moved out to uh, South East London to, uh, you know, Bromley. And um, I went to, we were playing hide and seek and I was behind one of those like temporary hut school classroom things. And I was hiding and some kid comes over like, uh, you're not allowed around there. And I went, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know. And this kid just looked at me like, what planet are you from? <laughs> yeah. so my little classist seven-year-old brain went, oh, I've heard of places like this. I, I know how to respond here. So I then turned around and went, what? And they like, ran away and I was able to continue hiding and I won and that was the day I dropped my teeth said like every other word and went a bit more southeast London than my educated in Chelsea <laughs> that was the day yourself. I lost my posh accent that was the day I became common <laughs> but did you wee yourself no, no. <laughs> I just won with illegal hiding and like <laughs> trying to pose as being tough <laughs> what <laughs> That's well. I, I took a step back when he did that. Now, so no, you must have scared the crap out of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Catch me in Croydon, bruv. Anyway, um. <laughs> so, uh, Susie, beat what? What we've got? Uh, yeah. Any? Can you beat that at all? I I genuinely like had quite a good primary school experience. I don't think I had. I was quite like well liked. <laughs> but the the only thing that rings bell was actually secondary school where I did a full-on pratfall while, you know, when you have to do, like, a scissor kick when you're doing, like, the high jump. And there was, like, a sort of, a, like, mat thing. And I put one of my feet on there, kicked off with the other one, so all my weight went onto the other feet, and I just did a full-on pratfall onto my arse, like, in front of the entire school. And that's the most embarrassing... Oh, man. That's the most embarrassing. I would love to have had your prim- your secondary school experience because primary school was much less embarrassing. But let's move on. <laughs> I, I, I managed to make um, an operation that I had when I was eleven. Uh, I managed to make that as an excuse for me to get out of doing PE for the rest of primary uh, secondary school. So until I was sixteen, she's like, "No, nah, mate, stitches can't." <laughs> Nah, nah. Nice. And they never check, and I, and I got away with it as well. Obviously, I didn't pick that as one of your, your specialist subjects in year 10 because that would have been ridiculous. But no, I just had a, like a 50 minute skive like, once a week, it was brilliant, and they never questioned it. I could have done it by the time I'd reached like 14, I was fine by that point. But I just went, I'll sort of see how long I can strengthen you know, <laughs> it. It's helpful. Yeah, uh, so um, hope you're taking notes, Matthew Bot, my former secondary school 
homie. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's uh, move on to George's story. Can I tell my story? God. Sorry. <laughs> That's it. Missed out the dwarf. I get it. I'm this close to a red card. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I kind of got two. One is mainly me, and one's another bloke. So mine was similar to yours, Alex, when in year six in a big class, and it was one of those split classes of five and six, year five and year six, and all silent. And instead of saying, Miss, can I have some help, please? I shouted out, Mom, can I have some help, please? And the whole school went, and they pissed themselves. I went, oh, oh it, miss. Yeah. Then, oh, another, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Yeah. There was another time in year four where we were learning about magnets. We still had those big computers, those massive ones. And uh, I was just looking around the class, and one of my friends picked up this magnet and put it on the computer screen. And the computer screen kind of went, zip, zip, ping. And this, and it would not turn on for the, like a good two weeks or so. Oh, like, oh yeah, shit. yeah, and then we'll, yeah, the teacher wasn't too happy at the kid that did that. It's such a sort of like barometer of how old somebody actually is when he talks to them about sort of like the computers that you had at school. Because, <laughs> like, just, just fill in the blanks here and see if you can guess how old I am. By the time I left secondary school at 16, was when my secondary school got the internet. Oh my god! Oh wow! <laughs> what? Hmm. Uh, and in primary school, the computers I had then were but BBC what kind of computers. Did you go to? What kind of school did you go to, though? Because this um, was one of the schools where, like, they just didn't have anything, or was it like pretty much? I mean, I mean, they were underfunded then, so fuck knows what they're like now. Really? Um, that Dar- Alex, was that in Derby? Uh, yeah. Uh, so, well, that could be any year then. Yeah, that John. Two thousand and one. That's two thousand and ten. 1999 was when that happened. Holy shit! They, uh, wow. they they decided then it'd be a good idea to get the internet uh, as well. Uh, they were still, which that wouldn't really work on the computers. They were still running Windows BC. Give me an idea how old they were. Before uh, Christ, yeah. Before Christ, like absolutely. Uh, time for our next question. Did you say you yes. left in 1999? Yes, I did. I was born three years before you left school. Yeah, I think I started school in either 99 or 2000. I don't know, like, reception. Okay. In 99, I started reception. Let's gloss over the fact that we've just found out that I'm 14 three years. Uh, so, <laughs> on to our next question. On to our next question, which was uh, suggested by Roger. And it is, okay. it's time to play the game that has been sweeping the nation... What's in Dom's box? <laughs> uh, so, as you all probably been aware, uh, this week, um, do- this week, Dominic Cummings, Boris no, Johnson, Dominic Goings now, now. Dominic Goings, <laughs> Boris Johnson's former right hand man, uh, got sacked not because he broke lockdown, but because he dissed his girlfriend. Oh, uh, <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh, they, they, there was some sort of like uber political plot against Carrie Simons, who is now uh, Boris Johnson's fiance, and that's the reason why he got sacked, not oh, because Boris's he Boris's girlfriend. I thought you meant Dominic's girlfriend. Yeah, I thought you meant I Dominic's like... girlfriend. No, no. So we need your suggestions, please. What do you think was in Dom's box when he left Downing Street? Was it your career, Alex? It was empty. <laughs> 
Nah, you'd need a much smaller box. I'd like to think that it was empty and he'd just gone for the drama of like, well, I can't leave without a box. It's because everyone needs to know that I'm like leaving, leaving. It's one of those things where you're like, you know, swish a cape, crash the door, go for brunch, take a box. (laughs) I I like to think that he he, he started off like that by thinking, well, I'm not leaving on the front door without a box. I want it to look like a film. And then he'd probably then be stomping around 10 Downing Street like, right, I'm having this. (laughs) <laughs> right yeah i'm, I'm taking right. this well maggie's bust i'm having that right, let's go in. Right. My uh, mug. So, yeah so then he'd be uh and then he'd uh, probably uh, they did, then he'd like go into the kitchen and take tony blair's favorite mug um what year is it alex uh, well, all, all the crap that they had would still be there. Um, and then, yeah, then, yeah, I don't think, I don't think, that, I mean, Tony would he have was, a favourite mug. He made Prime Minister like a couple of days after my third birthday. Like, this is... Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, making Alex feel a little bit. Tony Blair's number one, more war criminal on it, yeah. Yeah, that's the one, yeah. Uh, but uh, Alistair Campbell got him from Moonpig for a laugh. Uh, <laughs> Do you think in that box he's got that £350 million, million pounds a week for the NHS? <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's, it's just taking one week's worth. That's all. Just, uh, yeah, it'll be fine next week. He's found the source of it, and it's all written down in the files and in various computer codes and all the rest. And he's like, well, we were going to make good on that bus promise, but now it's going in the box. <laughs> I got it. No, I've got I, it. I, is I, it the front part of his hair? <laughs> ah, true, true. That's that's true. That's true. I, it's, I think that Dom is, is a paranoid man. No, he isn't, is he? I, I think he's a very paranoid man. I think he doesn't put anything online, and I think he still uses floppy disks. <laughs> so I think that's just full of floppy disks of all the shit that he's got on members of I the I mean, if you're not just... going online, surely. I mean, I keep hearing these things of, like, magazines and bushes and things. Is that not, like, hard copies? Uh, thankfully, thankfully... That was before my time, so that is that is old, <laughs> uh, sort of porn in, in in bushes. I never I never experienced that. Oh, you um, had all the floppy disks. <laughs> no, I I I went into the news agents and bought it like a horny fifteen year old that I was. Um, that that takes so courage. So yeah. you do you do hail from the era of hard copy magazines, even if you never found one in a bush. Yeah, but I had to go for a bush. I faced it head on, and that one I copy lasted before. me three years. That's an image of it now. Yeah. yeah moving on, moving on. Greg, Susie, your thoughts? What's what's in Dom's box? Well, he's looking a bit ropey, so I feel like it's like a hocus pocus situation where he's collected all the souls of the children who've died of starvation he's going to hold himself <laughs> like a, a doomsday machine or something wow. <laughs> is it his own spine <laughs> he checked that in on day one and he's bringing it back out now nice Greg he looks a bit to me like a man who's been told that he's no longer getting regular sex so i think <laughs> i think there's his bondage gear his sex swing his, whips, his orange his orange yeah, there's all sorts of stuff going on in there they all they, i think he was the sub and boris was the dumb and now he's just looking at oh, him oh, i'm sorry no one has ever looked at boris johnson and thought that that man is a dumb <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to Dominic Cummins, yeah. 
that, that would be that would be irony. He's called Dom, but he isn't the Dom. He's clearly a lazy Tory who someone else has to do all the work, but he's clearly the person like, go on, then please me. Like that's really <laughs> obviously. And Boris is there, like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do all the things. Like that's uh, Peter Emus says there's another yellow card. Who what who for, for Peter? What, who, who seven minutes ago, Alex. Like yeah, seven minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did we say clarify, seven minutes ago? Clarify who needs the because the, the comments are going mad. Mainly because Oz Mills has written at least last count about three hundred questions. <laughs> in the comments <laughs> ago um, so tonight's show is going to last four hours. <laughs> hey, hey. Does that means that uh, we get more than eighty p or sixteen p. <laughs> uh, that, yeah, that, that means your hourly rate goes down, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, so that, that, that won't be too good. Um, right, uh, to our next question. Uh, this is inspired by a, a post that Kitty put up earlier on today. Oh, God, uh, is it? Yeah, <laughs> following, following you saying uh, that having um, you, you had an idea for a kinky version of Taskmaster. Ooh. In fairness, <laughs> it wasn't my idea. It was my friend's idea, and she couldn't believe that I hadn't pitched it. Because so... So I am I known think, for having a thing for, for Greg Davies. My, <laughs> so my question is, let's workshop this. What would you like to see in Kitty's idea for a kinky version of Taskmaster? Kitty, we'll come to you first, because this, this this is where the... Oh, you, gosh. So I did post a bunch of uh, tasks in the comments, but I'm going to freewheel this. Um, mm. So I had one where it was like, um, like you have to choose a dildo and once you've touched one you're not allowed to touch anymore and then pick it up and throw it at a target except you've also got your hands and handcuffs and you can't cross the rope and you can't move the target and um, all of that and uh, <laughs> having like a team as provided make some kind of outfit for your teammate to like catwalk and like the best presentation and best outfit um, I can't even remember like bring in your most threatening toy um, <laughs> like the most oh intimidating, <laughs> like what would make I, someone? Oh, I really feel like I would just get a massive dildo and put really angry eyebrows and googly eyes on it. <laughs> <laughs> but that nice. was brilliant. Yeah. Like I wouldn't want to be a contestant though. I would want to be Alex Horn. <laughs> I, just, I just need to sit next to Greg Davies and have him like. Just oh, oh you see, you still have Greg. You still have Greg. Yeah, like he, he he's still the task daddy and he's there like <laughs> he, he's the task daddy and he's still there like, oh, like um what what's what are you doing? And I get to have the banter with him of like, love me. And then <laughs> and that's that's how this goes. <laughs> Me and my friend uh, have a running joke that the only reason I got into comedy was to eventually be on Taskmaster, and she's a hundred percent right. I did the order, Same like here. the wish order yeah. version of Taskmaster earlier this week for the Nottingham Comedy Festival (NCF), and I think that goes down like later tonight. If you want the last chance to catch it, it's uh, up on the Miss Imp Improv Comedy page and possibly the Nottingham Comedy Festival page. You can catch the last iteration of Lark Lord, where I was a panelist. Um, but that wasn't the same because it didn't have Greg and not saying you know he, he has such energy you know like he's a powerful man if he told you to do anything you would just do it and you would thank I, him for it you, you, I believe the turn of phrases of one of the comments was big dick energy yes <laughs> yeah. but it's not necessarily the physical dick it's the, it's the aura yeah. it's the presence I mean, like you can have with no me dick and I'm never going to be able to look energy. at you in the same way 
Again. You don't have to be, and it's just the presence of like, yeah. yeah. And he is a, he's like two and a half meters tall or something. Like, <laughs> I think I think if I was uh, um, pitching for Kinky Taskmaster, one of the tasks would be um, be a uh, primary school teaching assistant, be in a bondage suit. <laughs> uh, just, just taking what you were saying earlier. Uh, just taking the next level, and then just say, "Yeah, yeah, I'm just really into scuba diving." Uh, so anyway, the owl and the pussy cat. So. Oh, oh no! It's a, it's the fat dick spirit, you know. It's the big dick energy. It's the, uh, the metaphorical dick within that is a. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Great sound effect as well. That would be flat. She falls, Cooper. Uh, as as uh, put, I think this is a suggestion for Kinky Taskmaster. I'm I'm not too up on the terminology. I think that's for the um that's for the bringing in an intimidating toy. But like general Eastern stuff's not intimidating unless you bring in like a violet wand. Then you can bring in a violet wand and be like, Buzz, isn't it Victorian? Do you have hysteria? Not that I know about these things. I was this, trying to have one clean video so that I could send it to people who I like. <laughs> <had been with. laughs> I was waiting to get to a point where I could be like, "Hey, let me like show someone who is like you know family friend or whatever." Like, "Hey, I did comedy," but no, I'm straight away here like violent ones. Let me talk about Greg Davies' cock. Um, <laughs> this a lot of what you're just talking about sounds like discarded material from Harry Potter novel. <laughs> Violent ones, hysteria. Um, where did Frank yeah. Davis's dick come into it? Into Harry Potter. It's yeah. It, it took it took me by surprise that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, more 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 thoughts uh, on on King Taskmaster. Yeah. <laughs> now, although although watching you squirming slightly is kind of funny. Um, <laughs> George, George, oh, Kinky Taskmaster. I don't know. Probably ride the longest on one of those people dressed as dogs. I don't know what you call them. Try and ride down the street on one of them. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, probably, how yeah. do you get points? How do you win? Is it like the fastest? Is it just like a furry race? Like, If, if I'm honest, Kitty, I've not really course. given as much thought as you clearly oh, have. An obstacle course would be amazing. And you could be like, you know, try and go around all of the like bits of furniture and like, you know, jump the spanking bench. Oh, it'd be beautiful. I want to host this party. Um, or maybe like a how many dildo. Members st- of the- Sorry. So, uh, it's okay. Yeah. Dildo so- Star Wars fight. Mm. <laughs> mm. Or see or how many members of the Lots of like go through the alphabet and like do a category or do a, and like, Ham, like there's lots of fun to be had with just the, the theme just has to be a slightly naughtier version it's the taskmaster i would say i would say if if edinburgh is on next year do it then take it up do it don't go wait for great i feel like i might get sued <laughs> hey if, if i de- the thing is giving this too much for if the makers of um whose line is it anyway haven't sued me yet you'll be fine yeah but youtube's different from going to edinburgh where there are actual like people doing things like he might be doing edinburgh and then it would be like oh what's he well, you know he's doing his like solo show and round the corner there's a rip-off of alex horn's format <laughs> like... but there's a high chance he'll be in the audience <laughs> Great. Could be a contestant. Uh, yeah <laughs> any more thoughts any more thoughts on kinky taskmaster 
I feel I'm like not... you could have like a series of like gradually getting bigger dildos and then have a sex wing and then you have to select a dildo uh, and put it at a distance and the farthest distance and the widest dildo and then you've got to swing yourself and then so that you land and insert. You land on it? Oh my God. Yeah. And this is not going on television. This is now. <laughs> the furthest distance and the biggest dildo wins. Okay. I wasn't even thinking full on play. I was just thinking as a theme of like, this is the naughtier version where there's a little bit more leather and corsetry. <laughs> on to our next game, which we're going to call Coming Dry. Um, <laughs> uh, Look where you started, Alex. <laughs> I wanted to have one clean video and then I'm someone. I could be like, hey, I do comedy now. It's me. It's like it's like you don't know me. Of course I'm gonna take this and run to and do like oh good oh bloody hell, most of the show's gone on this question already. Wow. Great, <laughs> uh, let's let's wrap this up. I'd just like to see just them open a task and just see like Here's some cling film and some duct tape. Do your worst. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be brilliant. Oh, God. Freewheeling. Freewheeling. Yeah. Good. Do uh, your worst. Peter Emos. Uh, loves the fact that his comment was still below as Alex's face gets more and more gobsmacked. I'm not having it up, Peter. All of my reactions have been genuine uh, tonight. <laughs> Uh, so let's see if we can uh, get a uh, look at the comments. Uh, if we're talking about outmoded tech, Roger has said, uh, when I was at university, I was using DOS. Uh, so that's that, I would imagine, is when computers were black screened with green text on it. Like the Matrix. And, like, yes. <laughs> ah, Roger, you're from the Matrix. Fantastic. Let's have go. I love the fact that he can't come back at you as quickly as he'd like to do because he's got to type this out <laughs> as well. Furiously um, mashing at his keyboard. <laughs> uh, 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 does anyone know? Is that Syrah Price? I'll, I'll say Syrah. Uh, have you ever shit the bed? I think this is an easily answered question. Yeah. Yeah. Like, really? I, I, I had. Oh, I had swine flu after it was popular, so like literally a couple of years ago. <laughs> And I, I like was woken up by my soon to be ex husband, like just freaking out about something. And I literally sit up, and the panic and force of me shitting up, uh, sitting up, literally made me shit up. <laughs> <laughs> shitting up. <laughs> I shit right. the bed. It was awful. So wow. I do live action role play because I'm a nerd. And there was one event when I was like camping in a field and I'd basically been living on nothing but other people's like home brewed alcohols and like oh, lack of sleep. Um, and I didn't quite shit the bed, but I did have a moment where I slightly misjudged a fart. And it would have been fine. <laughs> it would have been fine because I was actually getting changed at that moment and nothing had actually really soiled anything. But it was at that moment that my tent buddy started unzipping the tent to come in and it was just like, oh, this would have been very easily sorted with the baby wipes that are here for all the face paint. But now it's like, oh, can you come back? And it's like, I've seen you naked before. And it's like, it's not that, honey. Oh, dear. <laughs> um, oh, dear. Wasn't quite shitting the bed, but it's the closest I've come as an adult, and that was just too much rum and mead and cider. <laughs> so, so essentially, for a weekend, you had a diet that most people have when they're in prison. 
So like um, <laughs> home-brewed oh, alcohol. Man. It wasn't yeah. like brewed in a loo. It was like <laughs> It's like people's lovely homebrews. I'm homebrewing mead right now because I'm a hipster lover. <laughs> nice. Uh, Ian Bowden. Ian Bowden has answered. He's put, uh, not a bed, but I followed through in a fart in an American rental car. <laughs> I'm guessing you were in, um, I'm guessing you're in America and you didn't just drive well out of the way. Um, <laughs> tell us more, Ian. T- tell us more. Was it what was it on one of your um, country music um, vacations? Because, uh, wow, in more than can one just, ways, some action down south. Can I so, say, Kitty, you said mm-hmm. when you shit yourself, you hadn't eaten. And you told us before the show you haven't eaten all day. So oh. should we be expecting yeah, to see live on show? If, if you have to detach your headphones and leggings, it's fine. It doesn't matter if you do it. And I was like, oh, well, let me just clear that up. And it would have been fine if it wasn't for the fact that it was like, oh, now I have company. Please vacate the tent. I am shafted. And I'm sharing this life. <laughs> I love the fact you had such good intentions before you did this show. I'm going to have a wholesome episode where I can bring it on and be like, yeah, here's a thing where I'm not talking about like shagging stories on stage. Like, Ian Bowden Ian Bowden has gotten back uh, to say no uh, my big drive across the states I ate at a Denny's and it went right through me Uh, there was another time in Thailand (laughs) 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 buckle up everyone (laughs) so we went to this uh, this Thai street market and the food was like unbelievably cheap and we're there like that's actually a really nice looking really nice smelling like wholesome freshly cooked Thai curry stuff and you're doing the translations of like the Bart and you're like how is that like a quid for like a full meal like this is and you're there like we've got to tip a lot and all the rest anyway all the street market food having a bunch of time not having the scorpions but like and it was fine until like I desperately needed to go and it was like okay like run for it moment and I kind of just about made it, except I got to the loos. The ladies was closed. The disables was closed. I had to go to the gents and they had no loo roll. And it was just there like, I've made it, but at what cost? <laughs> I don't know. I'm having to be like, I was trying to, to text my partner I was with, like, uh, can you come to the gents? And like, can you source some tissues? <laughs> I've made it just but without any loo roll and like in the gents, uh, not speaking the language. <laughs> okay. All right. Any, any, any more um, soiling yourself um, stories or have we? Not, not, in, not entirely, but I can second Ian's comment there about Denny's. I've been to America and I've eaten at <clears> Denny's and yeah, like a Porsche, like straight through. Is it? Is it? Yeah, it's not Go good. through. No. When, I, I, um, what, Wendy's is better, but it's a little bit slower release. Is it? Good to know. Well, I hope you've been... Top tip for you, then. Should we have some more questions? I was going to say, this this is starting to feel like the worst advert episode of Wish You Were Here. (laughs) (laughs) It's a really weird travel show. Uh, Our next question uh, is a show-and-tell question. Uh, So can you find the nearest object to you uh, that can have a second use as a fetish toy. Yes. Uh, find it, bring it back, and explain what you would do with it. So you have 30 seconds. Everyone clear on what to do? Yeah, I've got it. You have, 
Yeah. Timer still, though. You have 30 seconds starting from now. We're back, and I love the fact that everyone was dancing to the countdown clock. It's <laughs> amazing. Uh, so, has everyone got something? Yeah. Good, excellent, good. Uh, George, you're holding yours aloft already, so we'll, we'll come to you first. What have, have you got, and how can it be repurposed as a fetish toy? Well, I've got this thing, so like you put pencils in, and you could probably shove that up someone's ass. I'm guessing. Oh, hey, way. That's... Or a really okay. big condom. It's like it's like a clown's pocket yeah uh tablets that you can overdose if you're into necrophilia you know yeah kill your partner and then <laughs> yeah and just glue and he's gone into multiple night plant. nice very nice uh who'd like to go next i don't mind who's that uh, susie what i you feel go? like i feel like mine's quite self-explanatory oh all right go on Wow! <laughs> so it's it's a it's a plush penis pillow. It's called Pierre. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why, yeah. but because yeah. he has a, a French name, it sort of makes it adorable. I don't know why. Just... Quite, quite a lot. Nice. Of quite... He's quite nice to hold as well. He's a really soft material. Is it? <laughs> Fantastic. Um, this, uh, let's say if anyone is is watching this on a TV uh, tonight <laughs> and you haven't yet sent me the photos, the amount of great pause faces that we've all been doing, if it's not me going, then, then the one Kitty just pulled at the sight of Pierre Penis um, was, was, also worth, uh, was also worth pressing pause for. Um, I, mean, the I podcast, also want to Pierre my, Penis. Pierre, yeah, oh, yes, Pierre. My new, my new like, profile picture. Yeah. Nice. Pierre, have, the penis. I, I did have a second option, but then I remembered Pierre. So my other one's my Millennium Falcon. That's like a double intruder at one end. It's <laughs> it is. Nice. one of the pink, yeah. one of the stink. Wait. <laughs> is that for when you go solo? It's a oh, oh, George. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> Lovely, ah. love it, love it. Uh, I'll I'll go next. Uh, mine has an extending handle. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, no, it's actually a paint roller, uh, which, is, <laughs> which I've, I've bought to do some uh, to do some DIY during lockdown too. And you can tell how well that's gone by the dust that's collected. Uh, I, I, I did a I did a preemptive thing. Going, yeah, I want to be I want to be so so productive during lockdown too. I've done fuck all. Uh, so, but yeah, so it might as well be repurposed as some sort of. Um, Here's a sentence sort of, I'd never sort of. I never thought I'd say. Is that so you can bum and paint them at the same time? <laughs> no, I was I was I was going to use that for the swing that I've attached uh, <laughs> in my 
my back bedroom so I can I can do my own kinky taskmaster. Um, <laughs> Greg, what have you got? And it's expendable. Um, you can reach further people away. That's is it two metres long? Can you do social distance? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do can have... you whack someone with it from two metres away? I'll measure it. While, <laughs> while Greg answers, I'll measure it. And can it. you, like, I don't know, roll it on some titties? Sorry, you go. I would do that at a gig, but I'd end up on another list. Greg. <laughs> 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 right. um, I don't know how... In fact, I think this is going to be quite versatile. But to be honest, I'm using my phone, so I don't know how I'm going to get this in. I'm going to have to rescue somewhere. Uh, you don't have to insert it. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you can. Where am I? I can't. That is a. That's a. That's my cat's scratch post. Right there. <laughs> but it's quite. Oh. It's quite so a large thing, but there's, but there's. But there's there's rope, and it's quite. I mean, it could be inserted. I could hit you with it. Are um, you including the cat? Kitty has claws. Who can, in, who can, in, who can like insert all these massive things? Like, I mean, it's that Captain. looks like it's bigger than an arm. <laughs> he just very casually went. Oh, like, Whoa, what happened there? <laughs> 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 you know, I think I'm going to that and went yeah. to and check. It was the cat. We've given him, we've given him ideas. Uh, went so and let's out and went, yeah, let's. That's let's Let's take a long time before we let him back in so he properly packs. Um, so let's, now, now that that's really configured us all on, on screen, I'll just get rid of the banner so you can see us all properly. There we go. Uh, so, Kitty, what, what have you got? Um, well, I was <laughs> with the swords and um, as well as obviously making pretty decent impact toys, which is why you need to pull your blows. Um, Um, but uh there are very few larpers who you will meet who aren't perverts like i know hundreds of them and they're all at least a little bit like role play dressing up hitting our friends with stuff latex on the weapons rope on your tents i just feel like it all goes together and it's like oh yeah you're a larper and i instantly just assume like you're a pervert like yeah (laughs) you like dressing up and pretending to be someone else and hitting your friends for a weekend me too oh like (laughs) how we do Nice. Um, uh, so, apo- yeah. Apologies, by the way. I went to. Well, what happened? We, went, we all, all guessed he wanted to go and try scratch post out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can confirm now tried and tested. Uh, it's got a really deep itch. Is that why you can't sit yeah. down? It just about be inserted because it's got some tapered stuff on it, but then it would damage the foam. So. Um, so. Right. On, on the uh, on the comments, Ian Bowden has named your uh, kinky Millennium Falcon. Hey. <laughs> Uh, Peter Emus um, says, uh, feels like he needs a curly moustache if he's called Pierre. Um, oh, and, so a beret. Beret. and a beret. And a beret. Oh, a beret. Yeah. No, no, if it's a beret, that means he's going in equipped. Uh, <laughs> Don't yeah. forget the on. No stabbing with a lark weapon, Kitty. Nice. Yeah, Peter's all over that. Peter's all over that. Uh, so... Whilst we, um, I'm going to uh, have a look through uh, the many hundreds of uh, questions that Oz Mills has submitted, see if we can get at least one more of those in uh, before we finish. So uh, our next question uh, is going to be an individual question for each of you, but it's not going to be, the question isn't going to be awkward. The way in which you answer it is going to be awkward. So it's going to be literally 
awkward for you to answer. Uh, so I will give an explanation when I come to you and tell you what you then have to do. Uh, so, George, you're first. Uh, so you have to answer this question whilst hopping. And the question is, George, what would you like for Christmas this year? Uh, well, I think my main present I want is a jacuzzi because, you know, it's hot and it's winter and I just want to like warm up and I struggle with my legs and my back. So this is going to fucking help, isn't it? So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just excellent. Basic jacuzzi, yeah, or indoor have fireworks. You, um, have you been a good boy this year? Never. Okay. <laughs> And I love the fact you went back to hopping to answer that as well. Nice one, George. Well done. Well done. Oh, Very nice. Yeah, Very stuff. nice. Uh, Kitty, you're next. Uh, so for this question, you have to put whatever is nearest to you in your mouth and leave it there while you answer this question. And your question, is, your question is, <laughs> do you think Joe Biden will do two terms? No. Um, I'm not even sure if he'll be alive, but I don't think he'll run. Um and I wonder whether they will go further left or further into the right wing, liberal, more right wing thing for next year. Um, it'd be really interesting to see who they put up as a candidate. But no, he is going to do up to one term. Nice. Very if nice. He lives. He's old. Any, anyone else think that she's really good at still articulating words with something in, um, I deliberately what? didn't even put something lengthways in. I deliberately went for something lengthways, so you couldn't make such commentary. That was very, that was very nice. I done. was very well behaved. Thank you. Very, very nicely done, uh, Susie. You're next, uh, and you've put the curly moustache on Pierre <laughs> as well. Did you just draw that in? Yeah, I found a sharpie. Oh, that's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> I, 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 he, he's right. It does suit him actually. It, gives, it actually yeah, makes him look. He looks happier <laughs> having a curly moustache on there. Oh, fantastic. Right, so Susie, uh, you can't speak to answer this question, but you can mime. Uh, do you think lockdown will end in early December as planned? Really? Okay. Oh well. Well, thank you. Thank you very much for that, Susie. Ah! I think we could all agree with what she's just said. I need it too. <clears throat> when are we going to be two days later? <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Greg, I can see he's he's perched his phone somewhere, so we can really give it some with this one, uh, <laughs> which is good. Uh, well, well, Greg, be pleased to know that that yours isn't that physically demanding. Okay. Uh, so all you've got to do, Greg, is. Answer this question, turning completely the other way from the camera. And your question is, how has the pandemic affected you? For the benefit of the podcast listeners, at this point, I put a caption up on screen telling the other panellists to walk out of shot and stay quiet while Greg's back was turned to see how long it would take for him to twig that we've all legged it. I mean... What it's really done is just give me a completely different outlook on life. Because I've never seen this corner of my living room before. So it's made me turn around, literally, and see my door over there. I've never paid attention to that side of my living room before. I'm going to wander over there now and pay attention to it. But no, that's, I mean, I haven't really changed that much. 
because I've had to work through the entire thing. But turning round, I'm seeing my living room and my dining room in a completely different light, literally, which has actually been quite nice. That was shit. I do apologise. For the benefit of the podcast listeners, at this point, Greg didn't turn round, didn't notice that we'd all left, and he left as well. Backfired a bit, really. Where's he gone now? <laughs> That's backfired slightly. Oh, I can't see on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Bastards, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> that, went, that went slightly differently than planned. <laughs> I like the fact that you came in and looked straight at us and still kept talking. Well, yeah, so I, like, I was like, I'm not hearing laughing, so I best keep going. No, that's, that's, um, we, we, we were tittering with our mouths closed because we didn't want to give the game away, but you, you didn't you didn't tweak that we. <laughs> No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I don't know everyone else, but I enjoyed that. Uh, that was good. Uh, uh, so let's have a look at some of the uh, the comments that are going after that. Uh, Peter is uh, over the moon with the moustache on Pierre. Um, Alex Mitchell has said, I would die for Pierre. That's <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. That is beautiful. Uh, so we'll. I'll just have a quick flip through and get one of uh, Oz Mills's questions uh, to uh, to round that off with because he did write more than I've ever written in any of the essays. I was asked to do at uni, uh, so it seems a bit of a shame to, to waste them. Um, oh, we'll go with this one. In future episodes. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, this one, uh, which is, what is the worst smell? You had that in a previous episode. You've had did that we? one. I've been watching catch up, and John that's Morris started talking about not smelling. <laughs> You've um, that's the point. You have you have binged recently, and my memory is is you know there's goldfish. You literally in had that question on this show. <laughs> oh damn! I had a great answer for that one. What would it have been then, George? What would it have my been? Farts. My own farts. I think that came up last time. Now that did come up. Last not time literally your part. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll go with this one then, Oz. What's the biggest lie on your CV? I like people. I declined to answer on the ground that may incriminate me. Fair enough. That must be an absolute doozy then if you're saying that it's going to incriminate you. Tell you off the uh, show. Excellent. Okay. No. Uh, this, this is great. Well, sometimes our, our post-show chats that we have on here are libelous. So, um, <laughs> Susie, have you ever lied on your CV? Uh, yeah, I said I like people and I fucking don't. <laughs> <laughs> what a bunch of bastards. Absolutely. Absolutely. For clarification, uh, mine's not technically a lie, but the wording of it is very much stretching. It's fine. I'll talk to you later. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I will. I'll allude to this in the podcast. Um, Greg, have you ever lied on your CV? Uh, I think CVs are an art, aren't they? So you've got to mm. be truthful, but make it sound good. Um, so once um, I actually said. Um, one of my previous jobs was uh, I was a visual impairment specialist. And he, he said, what's that? I went, well, I was a window cleaner. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Very yeah, it's that nice. level of stuff, but with like, it's fine. I, on a similar sort of, sort of in, embellishing stuff you did do, I did once put that I was a legal secretary. 
And <laughs> um, when in reality, all I did was fill envelopes that had court papers when I worked for Amigo Loans. Uh, that's that's all I did. I was I was just an envelope stuffer, just going uh, right. You're going to court, you lazy bastard. Didn't pay your loan. In next, and that's that was it. I was just I was just a pen pusher. But no, did you ever do one for yourself? No, <laughs> no. But there was there was a glitch right on on one of the systems, and somebody's loan got um, completely wiped off. But the last person that was seen in that case was me. So I got suspended for a weekend pending a fraud investigation. Because yeah. they thought, and I, well, clearly you you were the last one to have access to this case, so I put it to you, sir. That you was like, I was like, mate, I don't then I don't give a fuck. Full stop about this place. Why would I want to go in and wipe somebody's loan out who hasn't paid in five years? Why would I do that? I mean, really. I, Alex, I'm, I do I'm appreciate back. that, by the way, mate. I will pay you back on that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the the, the the founder and CEO of um, Amigo Loans, I'm still friends with on Facebook, so it's highly likely that he's watching this. He might be watching. <laughs> he, he, was, he was once on an episode of Secret Millionaire, just before I started working there. Uh, so, yeah, which is interesting. So, uh, hi, James is Benamore. Is he a millionaire? Is he a yeah. millionaire? And he is he is... Uh, available? He, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Actually... <clears throat> Having read his uh, having read his entry in the Sunday Times Rich List, he's a Nats whisker away from being a billionaire now. So, but is he an eligible bachelor? <laughs> and if he's not, it, does why he not? <laughs> okay, like there's there's millions, you say. <laughs> Have I mentioned that I like eating food and holidays? <laughs> hey, I'll hook it with Kitty. She likes cheesecake. Right. Uh, so, <laughs> anyone else lied on their CV? I don't know. It's tall. <laughs> 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 did, did, did it get you the job? Required this. <laughs> it's that one year he went. It's that one year he went for the part of Snow White instead. Uh, <laughs> I got it. You put it in the section, and it's like you know personal info about you, and then you go into the interview, and then just see if they bring it up. <laughs> no, but I did actually uh, at an interview once for a job. I did have someone ask me, "How long have you had your dwarfism?" <laughs> Well, like once you were five foot ten, then you caught dwarfism and now you're yeah. four eleven. <laughs> it's contagious. <laughs> Fucking hell. Is. Watching, yeah. I will bend over backwards or forwards or whichever which way. Um, <laughs> to, uh... <laughs> Excellent. Well, on, on that note, I think that is that is a good uh a good point to end on. Uh, I, if any millionaires are watching, I will also bend any which way you want me to. Um, which is a good, which is a good plug uh, for the news show that I uh, have on a Monday nights, which is called the Million Pound Race. Which is me, Graham Whistler, and our new uh, our, our new racer, Jenny Hart. We're in a uh, race to see which person out of the three of us who are no good with money can make it to a million pounds. Uh, so that's Monday night, seven pm on the channels that you are watching oh, right now. Disappeared. Yeah. Nice. Uh, as we uh, before we go, uh, have any of you guys got anything to plug? Even if it is just your socials, um, um, hit me up on Facebook, Kitty Messalina. I might not post anything for twenty five days because I'm in Facebook jail. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, Ian, as uh, to add this about James Benamore, if his interest approach is like his loans, you have to give him plenty of interest. Oh, uh, I, can, I can do yeah. that. Can do okay, that. you can do that. You can do that. Nice. Hey, big spender. Uh, he also adds that um, sexual orientation is horizontal. Nice. <laughs> nice. nice one, Ian. Boring. Nice one. Sounds <laughs> boring. Was that for the TV? Probably on Ian's. <laughs> Pro- probably on Ian's. Uh, Peter has said that his greatest lie that he's told is, I really want this job. Yeah. We've all told that one. Yeah. We've all told that one. We haven't just said it because we've got rent to pay I'm really and we want to go out on Saturday night. about good customer yeah. service. Who is? Who is? Uh, George. I mean, if you got back to Snow White. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> George, anything to plug? Uh, well, you can't. Well, you can catch me. Well, not literally because I am on the run, but hey, oh, different point. Mm-hmm. But you can find me on Facebook at George Coppen, actor and comedian, where I post all my gigs, including one I did uh, after lockdown one, which I posted this evening. Uh, so definitely check it out. And Instagram, Coppen1412. Nice. Nice. Uh, very nice indeed. Uh, Greg, anything to plug? Um, Stuart Dunlop's. Alternative Cobra meeting defeat and ball show. That's I was a guest on that last week. That was mm-hmm. um, really good fun. Um, oh yeah, and, uh, yeah. Just just myself, really. Anybody wants to hit me up on Facebook and see any videos of my gigs, you know, feel free. Um, nice. More than yes. happy to talk to anybody. I have upcoming things. I am doing Laugh oh. Able on the twenty seventh of November. And I believe that private Zoom you can like dial into and it's not like constantly out there. So you have to like get your tickets and then you can laugh along. And I'm sorry if I've forgotten your gig or your show, people. There's a few things coming up where I've said I'll do it and I can't find it. Check my Facebook. Oh, I can't post on Facebook. Um, check things I'm tagging <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> check Kitty's MySpace. Um, that, that'll stop Alex, I know friend reunited. <laughs> okay, um, uh, Susie, anything to uh, announce? Please tell me Pierre's got his own Twitter. Uh, he will be shortly. <laughs> uh, oh, definitely. good. Good. I'm going <laughs> to knit him a beret. Uh, that's that's the work. Uh, I've got a. <laughs> yes, on a croissant. Uh, I've got a gig hey. on the 12th of November. At, um, oh God, I forgot the name of it. <laughs> what is Jackfield? <laughs> Just go and find it. It's the. It's uh, all, it's oh, all Soulmakers. Soulmakers. one, yeah. Soulmakers I'm, I'm on there. I'm on there Excellent. on the third. Yay! I've got yeah. a uh, panel show. Oh, panel show called Blizzard Comedy on the thirtieth of November. Excellent. Uh, my Facebook is Susie Frost does comedy. I post on there occasionally, and then my Twitter and Instagram is Matthew Potlady, all one word. Excellent, excellent. And it's okay, one full so year. Is- Oh, well, yes. first, year in comedy. Yeah. first year in comedy frost excellent <laughs> uh so thank you uh, to everyone that has watched uh tonight it has been delightfully random as always and uh thank you uh to my panelists uh susie first year in comedy frost greg phillips kitty Metalina, and george coppin thank you to everyone we'll be back next sunday night at 8 30 until then stay awkward <laughs>